Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Testing. Great. We're good? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. And it's September still, week five of a four-week idea. This week on the show, it's a potato grab bag. We are going to talk about all the potato goodness that we missed in previous weeks of September. Plus, we are trying a new flavor of Doritos. That's right. Tangy tamarind. Tamarind? Tamarind. Tamarind? Correct. I think tamarind works too. No, I'm not saying it's right. I think it oh, works. Does it? Tamarind. It's tamarind. a very Atlanta, Georgia way to say things. And not to dox us, but we live in Atlanta, Georgia. Who? Who? Well, who is right? Um, yeah. So it's the last week of September. We made it. We did it. We made it. Ah, oh, home stretch. September has five weeks in it. Did you know that, everyone, that there are five Fridays Sometimes. this year in September? Yeah, mm-hmm. this year. But it's National Potato Month. Yeah, so we, we owe the potato an extra so Friday. I think the world is probably a little fatigued on potatoes at this point, too. Not just us, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and I think that the, the snack that we're doing is a good, like, passing of the torch to give the chip back to the other veggies. That's right. From potato to corn. That's what we're doing today. Well, at the end. For corn Stay November. Tuned. No, we're not doing that. Corntober. We, I know what month it is. Yeah. We agreed to stop doing that. We did, but I, no, you agreed. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So this is a messy episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, a mess. So buckle mess- up, Toeheads. Messisode. Messisode. So buckle up, Toeheads. Well said. Thank you. How's How's your life? I am good. I tried a new roller skating spot yesterday. (laughs) Friend of the show, Liz, met up with me in the (laughs) met up with me and the kids. We skated in Avondale Estates. The kid. You said kids plural. Oh, there's just the one. (laughs) Uh, And we roller skated. uh, Brought my speaker. We put on some jams and we skated around under these nice pavilions on this very lovely slab of concrete. And then we went over to my parents' basement, which is a restaurant in Avondale that Dave and I have discussed on the pod before. And we had snacks and drinks. We had pink lemonades and tater tots. Liz got a soft pretzel. 
Did you get those Tetris tater tots? Oh no, you know what? We those Tetris tater tots, I don't it's yeah, they're, they're too overcooked. crunchy. Yeah. yeah. So I reminded the kid, like, remember it's those Tetris ones, and he's like, let's get fries. So we got okay. fries. Gotcha. What kind of fries? This is prime. You didn't even I can't believe it. <laughs> so these were like French fries, but not steak fries, but not like not a shoestring, not, not like a McDonald's fry. size French fry, bigger, oh. but not like the way a steak fry is cut. So they, like they a like, crinkle cut, but without the crinkle cut, like that size. Yes. Ah, and the, that's they a French were, fry. I'd put that in French fry. French fry territory. Yeah. So they were like big French fries. They were they were fine. They were fine. Oh, <laughs> I don't love french fries but you know they were good i dipped them in ketchup and sriracha and that was nice you did fuck them i did do that yeah you did fuck yeah bandits is not a proof of that all right so not a great roundup of the my parents basement offering no we just seemed like you had a very good time seemed like they were just the closest restaurant uh, yeah, we well. Did you play yeah. any pinball? Uh, the kid played. Liz and I uh, had a chit chat. Liz and I go skating a lot, but when you're skating, like you don't always talk that much. Okay. Um, so we just had a like sat down and chit chatted. Save uh, all the talk for after skating <laughs> to be about skating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, most of the talk during skating is about skating. Like, right. why is it so much harder to turn from left to right than yeah. from right to left? What is what is wrong with my body? We did a big breakdown earlier in September of the categories of discussion at the skating event. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we had a chit-chat and drank our drinks and ate okay. our snacks. Um, the Felt kid played pinball and some other games. I yeah. don't know what. Okay. Okay. Um, he saw Walking Dead pinball. Cool. That... The imagery of the pinball game scared him so much yeah. that he was edgy the whole rest of the evening. Oh, so wow. what a tender heart! Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you want more info on my parents' basement, I will link to the episode about it in the show notes, and you can listen to our full yeah take there. And if you want more info about skating, just uh, hang around. Um. You didn't react very well. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hi, sorry. Yeah, I'm always happy to talk yeah. more about skating. Yeah. So we skated. We went to silence. my parents' basement for pink lemonades and fries. And Are you recapping what you just said? Yep. Okay. And I'm trying to get back on to track of where I was going with, with all this. Oh, today, though, I wanted to go skating again because I made some good progress yesterday and was like, I bet if I went and practiced the same moves some more, some stuff would really click into place. But what happened instead is the kid didn't want to skate, and so we just played Monopoly all day long. Okay. We just played Monopoly for like four hours. Okay. That's what we did today. Okay. So I've been sitting around the house all day. Dave, though, you had an exciting day. Tell us about it. You know, before we move on to that, I think each month on the first of the month, I'm going to lay out five coins. (laughs) And when there's a skating update... (laughs) take one coin <laughs> off and I put it back in the pouch for next month. And on the first of the next month, I'll put all five out again. Okay. You all right? Does your nose hurt? Yes. I want you to know that I had just <laughs> taken a sip of tea and Dave almost made it, it come out of my nose. It sounded like a baby elephant. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that was me trying to keep the tea in my mouth. Yeah. While letting the laugh out. Yeah. Without letting the tea go either into my nose or all over the table. <laughs> you did a good job. Things hurt my throat more, and my nose. It was more graceful than one would have expected. It hurt so bad. Are you okay? Do we need to stop? No. I'll I'm... stop. Are you ready to stop? <laughs> Do you no. want to stop? 
Hey, you want to stop? Ready? Stop? No, I'm, I'm stop good. the episode. Is the episode over? <laughs> I'm kidding. I love doing this. It's fun. Hey, so my day. I'm not kidding about the five points. <laughs> um, I just have to find them. Uh, yeah, big weekend. Big weekend on the on the David Streavy front. Where to start? What'd you do yesterday while we were skating? <laughs> well, you, you went for a run. You went for a run I on went, Saturday I went morning. For my Saturday morning run. Now it used to be my big run, and now it's my smallest run because I go with our child and we do a quick one and a half mile run to the coffee shop and get special drinks and walk back, and that's nice and delightful. And then you guys went skating. I got in the yard. Did I get in the yard? I don't remember what I did. No, I was preparing for uh, a Dungeons and Dragons night last night. That was a big group, eight person table, which is a very large table, uh, nine people total, including the DM. So I had to finish up my character and make some snacks because it was a potluck and I baked some cookies. And then today... Uh, I got up, made breakfast for the fam. There was some drama. What was the drama? Fire alarm drama. Smoke detector drama continued. Yeah. We replaced all but one. The one was in the attic. I forgot we had one up there. It's a problem. So a little bit of drama there, but uh, hey, I didn't let that slow down breakfast for the family. So we, we ate breakfast. And then I went to the movies and watched Don't Worry Darling, which came out on Friday. The WB Pictures uh, new classic. The kid and I were trying to remember what movie you had gone to see. It was Don't Worry Darling. How was it? Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Did you get a big soda pop? I got a huge soda pop. <laughs> I got the, look, I'm on the... I don't want to flex, but you kind of pulled me into it. Mm-hmm, I did. I'm an AMC A-lister. <laughs> so what that gets you is you get a special lane at the concession stand where you get to go first and you get large upgrades for the price of mediums so i have had a large popcorn and a large cherry coke which is like 32 ounces i think wow yeah that's delicious that sounds delicious yeah so what i've drank today has been two big cups of coffee and 32 ounces of cherry coke and no water so you're just vibrating just (laughs) that's one word for it (laughs) i'm like i'm about to throw up at any point because my stomach is also full of a large tub of popcorn that I ate like oh like 90% of. <laughs> and it got to the awkward point in the movie theater where everybody, I don't know, not everybody, but people go into the movie theater mm-hmm. at the beginning when the trailers are running and they eat their little snacks and there's crinkle, crinkle, crunch, crunch happening, slurp, slurp, you know, and it kind of tapers off, right? Yeah. Like as you get into it, if you if you remembered to think about it, you'd look around and be like, "Oh yeah, nobody, everybody's pretty quiet and still." Not David Streepy. <laughs> David Streepy's just sitting there in his little chair, crunch, crunch, crunching, slurp, slurp, slurping during all the dramatic tension of the movie. <laughs> oh. Um, but I thought it was a good movie. I'm not going to be too spoilery of it, but I felt like it was if. Uh, Black Mirror did like a episode it said in the 60s it would be something like it'd be a little something like this. Ooh. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Well, I can't wait for it to come out on streaming. That Harry Styles is real easy on the eyes. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, Florence Pugh. Um, of the Pugh Don't too? even. Don't <laughs> even. That's a family joke. <laughs> it is. That joke was for... 
the people yeah. in this room. Um, from Midsommar, oh. which you also did not see. I don't think you should see that, even though it's a beautiful movie. It's very unsettling, but it's very beautiful. Yeah, I have no interest. It looks too scary. You could have some interest, but still not want to do it. It looks very pretty, and I'm too scared to ever see it. There are lots of flowers. I like flowers. Yeah. But I'll find some other way to enjoy them. She sits on a throne of flowers, covered in like a body, like suit of flowers. You know, there's that Netflix show that's about... um, people who make floral installations. It's uh-huh. a, a reality uh, competition. Flower show. Friends? It's not called Flower Friends, but it's kind of called Flower Friends. <laughs> Flower I'll watch, Fam? I'll watch Flower Fam in, to get my fix of that without being scared. But what if you and I sat down together and mm-hmm. I showed you neat parts of the movie? And <laughs> just skip through all the skip through traumatizing the really unsettling stuff. ones. Mm-hmm. It's neat because it's a horror movie that takes place in the daytime. And isn't that neat? Most of it takes place in the daytime. It's neat because you think daytime is safe. But it's not if you there's a creepy cult. It's called The Big Flower Fight, everyone. And okay. it's a very soothing show where they make, like, uh, it's a topiary competition show. Okay. Where they make gorgeous topiaries. And all it is is people arranging and talking about and looking at flowers. It's beautiful. The other thing that I wanted to say about Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. <laughs> is that... I found it to be a, a little bit slow, but the slowness was, I enjoyed the slowness because it's set in this very atomic age, 1950s, 1960s setting. Mm. So like, it's like Mad Men, even when you're bored, you're looking around and enjoying it anyway. You know you're what I like mean? like that lamp, that wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. I gotta I, tell you. I love I, old wallpaper. Harry Styles though. Easy on the eyes. Yeah. Whew. I don't use the term can get it. But he can? I, th- I, th- I think he can. I don't really know what he looks like. I Let think me Harry look Styles him up real can quick. get it. And he's, he's talented. He's a talented musician. Have you heard any of his songs? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's style spelled not the way I would think. No, like, like he has style. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has multiple ones. All the pictures are of Don't Worry Darling and they're not of Don't him. get spoiled. Don't get spoiled. Okay. Also, not that hairy. Not that hairy. Yeah. Clean yeah, he cut. He could get it. Yeah, he could get it. Uh, also, Nick Kroll in there mm. quite a bit. Kate Berlant in there quite a bit. Kate Berlant? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Well, what? I can't wait for it to come to Netflix. I mean, you could join the A-list. Mm-hmm. Have a little, Have a little Coke freestyle with me and hold my hand. I do enjoy a Coke freestyle. I like a big <sighs> lemonade. Um... So, yeah, I went and saw Don't Worry Darling. Um, another big update. I can't believe we haven't talked about this on here, but uh, on the Beverly Hills 90210 subreddit, they've been doing a poll oh my for the past month or so <laughs> of all of the, the, the non-main characters. What's the word? Secondary characters on the show. Mm-hmm. And you're voting for your least favorite one every time. And it's down to like 12. It started at like 30 or some some shit like that, like a ton. And I've never been more involved in Reddit in my entire life. Like I'm voting, I'm commenting, I'm sharing results with you. This really was a question that I... I never knew I would be so interested in. Yeah. You know? We've gotten You're into, interested too. We got into a full argument about it in front of people. Uh, where, where were we when we did that? We were... <laughs> 
Sure, <laughs> we would that happen. So the another eventful thing in the Streepy House is that it was our 16th anniversary very recently, That's right. and we went out. It was on last Friday, and it was we, on last Friday. It was on last Friday, and on last Friday we went during the day while the kid was at school. We went for Manny Petties. That's right. While we were getting our Manny Petties together, we got into an argument. Well, I got word that Morton Months had been voted off. And I commented phone, that and I, he should go. He's boring and not useful to the storyline. I immediately alerted you in the spa that Muntz has been voted off. And I said, good. You said good, and that made me very upset. Yeah, then we got into an argument. Then we had to explain to the woman doing the women doing our pedicures that these are not real people, that, we, that this is a TV show. She knew. D- not at first. She was asking what show we were talking about. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. I got worried that we were that people thought we were gossiping loudly about our friends. But no. I don't want you to move past the fact that I successfully litigated in Morton Munson's defense. Oh yeah, you did. I forget what your argument was, but he you- was the first to stand up to John Sears when there was the fraternity blackballing. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was yeah, the yeah. first one to cast the no vote to John Sears. Up until that point, John Sears had an iron grip on the entire keg house. And Steve, even though he wasn't guilty, was going to lose. Yeah. And then Morton Muntz, sweet, innocent Morton Muntz, wouldn't hurt a fly, wouldn't do anything interesting if he tried, cast the no vote, cast a brave vote. And then the dam had broken and all of the other uh, freshmen first class whatever voted against him and then the head of the fraternity was the final vote and he looked john sears right in the eye and dropped the no vote into the into the jar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is huge it was huge it's one of the most noble moments in 90210 history name yes. a more noble moment in 90210 history that's right you yep i can't think that's of one. right most noble yeah hey when I'm wrong, there's I say that, I'm wrong. There's that part where, uh, nope, nope, this is more noble than that. So Kelly surely did something in the later seasons that was very noble. That <laughs> wasn't any of her business, but was very noble. Yeah, probably. Didn't she try to adopt a baby at one point? Probably. This is in the bad years, in the late, late season. Anyway. Thank you for tuning into our Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. Uh, there's so many 90210 podcasts now. I would love to break into that, but I think that uh, that ship has sailed. Uh, so anyway, just a couple of updates on that. Jonesy has been voted off. I mm-hmm. sent you an update about that earlier today. Yeah, I saw Jonesy, that. he's been in three car- three episodes of 90210. Yeah. And for somebody to have that few episodes and make it this far, I think I take my hat off to Jonesy. I was rooting for him to go all the way because he's one of the best characters on the show. He's like this washed up alcoholic detective, like private eye guy who like dresses undercover and they go and recover Dylan's money from Mexico. And then today, uh, Celeste got voted off. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. No, she's got to go. Yeah. She's got to go. It's getting down to the point now, previously in the poll, it was easier to let go of people because they were people that like just did nothing for the story. I, it's argu- it's arguable though. It's Little arguable to nothing. Uh, but at this point, it's all people who I feel like have pushed the plot. I just like I, that, that that we need them. We have this argument every day. Like like we, we live in a time warp and <laughs> and like we haven't had it the day before because you you forget my points. But John Martin. 
is not a pivotal character on the show. I think he's the reason that Donna is the way she is, though, because otherwise... This is the first time you've correctly remembered him as Donna's father. Thanks. Every time we do this, you think he's Kelly's father, it's even though true. his last name is Martin. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's just boring. If Felice Martin's getting voted off like 10 people ago and John Martin's still there. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's really people just being like, is this character a nice character or not? Not, are they an interesting character? And through that lens, Morton Munch should have won. Because <laughs> he's the nicest. Anyway, it's September. Uh, we're having fun. We don't have much of a script or a plan we have, for today. What? So I think we can just kind of relax and soak in this potato brine and enjoy the the fruits of a month well spudded the fruits of a month well spudded yes yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna no notes i'm leaning into that thank you (laughs) the fruits of a month well spudded um and along those lines this is talking toes All right. Hey, it's Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and we discuss it. This one could not be less potato related. Uh, it comes to us from our pal Anna over at Veg News, Anna Starostinetskia, uh, posted on September 21st, 2022. Guys, give Anna the click. She's got 182 shares on this one and really needs it. Yikes. Um, I mean, Anna she doesn't the... need it, but this article needs it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Give Anna the click, I was going to say. Yeah, you got to give Anna the click. This one, uh, related to some other articles and conversations we've had. Egg whites go vegan with Perfect Day's new precision fermentation venture. Perfect Day announces enterprise biology arm InthBio, which will support companies that use precision fermentation to remove animals from the food industry, starting with egg white maker Onego Bio. I'm sure I butchered that. Um... Since 2014, Ryan Pandya and Paramo Gandhi have wanted to create the largest impact possible with their innovative biotechnology company, Perfect Day. The company, which has raised more than $700 million in funding to date, is known best for its animal-free way, a functional ingredient it, uses, cre- it creates using precision fermentation where microflora replace cows in the milk-making process. This is the most in-depth definition of the, their whey process that we have seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's answering a lot of questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, comes with a slew of benefits, such as vast reductions in greenhouse gas emissions, new food possibilities for people who suffer from lactose intolerance, and an end to the exploitation of cows for milk. Perfect Day has formalized its enterprise biology arm by announcing its name, InthBio, and its first partner, Onego Bio, a precision fermentation company that makes animal-free egg whites. Operating out of its bioinnovation hub in Salt Lake City, Anthbio will support precision fermentation companies working around the globe with Perfect Day's expertise in technology services to multiply their shared missions and empower them to extend their impact into new areas of the food system and beyond. So I thought that this one was interesting because it's a little bit more of... This, it's not as on the packaging as Taco Bell uses Beyond Meat. This is more, hey, how do we fix 
what's under the hood to to generate the food products you know it's not as exciting as like hey there's this neat new food product but it isn't it that there's vegan egg whites i think they are but they're using the egg whites as an ingredient like this company isn't just like making and selling vegan egg whites i don't think oh like on shelves i would love to make a frittata maybe i've got it wrong maybe they will maybe it's down the road for them maybe. just like when they first came out with the whey protein they weren't selling it as whey powder but now they are you know, at first it was right. like just in their ice cream and then they branched out. Right. That's why I think like they're trying to, as Anna says, empowers them to expand their impact into new areas of the food system. So it's more ingredients and more on the ingredient side and less on the product side. Mm-hmm. I love it. Which I think you is need, neat. You need egg whites to do certain things. Like if you want to make an angel's food cake, you need egg whites. You can't do that with aquafaba. It's true. It, not to my knowledge anyway. Onego intends to first commercialize bioalbumin as an ingredient in the food industry through baking, confectionery, and fitness segments, and then use it as part of its own consumer lines of vegan baking and cooking products. So they really are trying to nail this as like a standard ingredient that can scale out and be used in all of these things. Sweet. So I think that's neat. I think that shows good insight into like Taco Bell is going to get bigger headlines with a Beyond Meat taco yeah. but this is maybe a more impactful path yeah. and to yes to your point it seems like perfect day is looking at the market and seeing what's missing mm-hmm. whereas it feels like a lot of these companies are like here's another burger yeah hey hey want another burger <laughs> and uh it's nice to see them like branching out into things that you know holes in the market like the the whey protein i guess i didn't really I would never have thought was needed, mm-hmm. but it seems like maybe it is something from an ingredient standpoint that is. And yet you shake your fist at whey every time you see it in an <laughs> ingredient list when you're looking oh, at the back of a package. True. We could get some salt and vinegar chips back. If I had a nickel for every time you shook your fist and said, oh, it has whey. That's true. Whey's in everything. Yeah. Not yeah. ways. Not ways, guys. Way. Not the direction app. Mm-mm. Anyway, egg white. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Oh, I would love to get my hands on these vegan egg whites and make a frittata. Yeah. Is my point. I don't know if I want a frittata. I want one so bad. I'm not into a frittata. I'd rather have an omelet. Give me an omelet any day. You know what I want? Mm. Poached egg. Give me that vegan poached egg. Yeah. Where is it? it? Where is it? Perfect day. All right. Wow, what a what a headline. What a fun uh ray of light for for the food of tomorrow. And now we are going to take a break. We sure are and we'll be right back with more Sepo Timber on Talking Timber. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, welcome back to Talking Tofu. Uh, it's time to talk taters for the last time. The final potato segment of September. Becky, yeah. When we look back at, at the month, what what? What, what's been your highlight? Gosh, my highlights. Just one. Just one? What's been your highlight of September? My single highlight, I would say, those apple cider vinegar kettle chips mm. that we ate. Oh, those were good. I got to yeah. get those again before they go away. Wow. I might need to buy a bunch of them because they're probably just for fall. And if, when they're gone, I'm going to be sad. They're really, really good balanced salt and vinegar chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your highlight? I think it has to be, you know, at the at the end of our our chip ranking of both type of chip or flavor of chip and type of chip. That where we tried our best to be as objective as possible. I know I pushed myself. I can't speak for you, but it sounded like you were pushing yourself. Um, I was. You were kind of driven by emotions and impulse at, at certain points, and I had to <laughs> yank you off of those tracks. But where you landed with your decisions were pretty objective, I think. And we landed, I think we landed at the jalapeno kettle chip. As like the ideal chip, right? Yeah, kettle style, not kettle brand. Everyone. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. As I bought a bag of Zaps hotter than hot jalapeno this week and was enjoying them, I thought, oh yeah, this was the chip we had in mind this entire time. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We didn't have that agenda. No, but that we landed on yeah. our favorite chip. I think it speaks to how much we've grown as podcasters that we can remove ourselves from 
our personal feelings and reach like a scientific conclusion that just so happens to align with our day-to-day practices. It really makes me feel good as a person outside of the podcast. It makes me feel good as a podcaster inside the podcast. Yeah, that's the first time I've referred to myself as a podcaster in my entire life. You, But you are I one. guess. I, anybody can be. Episode 116, you're a podcaster. We've done 116 of these fucking things. <laughs> Here's to 116 God. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Feels like just yesterday that we were eating just egg patties in my office. And there was like a year before this, 168 weeks ago, <laughs> where you were asking, to, <laughs> I got hot on that one, where you were, that's when you started harassing me to do a podcast. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I started long. I got back from a food conference and was like, Dave, Dave, Dave. And I was like, wait, wait for a virus to take over the world and for us to get bored to the point. And then it happened. And then it- the exact thing that I said to wait for happened. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was terrible. It was. So many people died. Anyway. <laughs> um, so this week... It's the leftovers, right? Yeah. Hold on. All right. Because uh, it's the leftovers. I love it. It's the theme song to season two of the leftovers. So yeah, these are the, you know, we don't, we don't have enough variations on these dishes to devote a whole week to them. They're not as huge by themselves, a staple in our lives, but they're still valuable. They still have worth. Mm-hmm. And this is this is where we give them their flowers. That's right. So the first the first thing that we're going to talk about, oh, sorry, Dave's got a plan, so I'm going to just... No, yeah, I don't have a plan, but I don't think we've been clear about, like, these are potato dishes. These are potato dishes that defy category. Sure. Yes. I'll give them that. All right. So the first (laughs) category defying potato dish that we've got, which we could have probably made a whole episode of this, but I feel like we had other stuff we needed to catch. is the potato salad. (laughs) Let's talk about potato salads briefly. (laughs) The way that I make our potato salad, (laughs) Dave is falling apart over there. I got Dave's, my potato salad recipe is Dave's mom's potato salad recipe. She makes a banging potato salad. Dave is about to fall out of his chair. <laughs> do you not want to talk about potato? I do. I do. I do. I do. Are you sure? I'm enjoying it. I can tell. I'm enjoying it. It's a good idea for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you think so. It's a good idea. Uh, Dave's mom puts just a little squeeze of yellow mustard That's in her right. potato salad. Yep. Y'all, it is a game changer. That's not all. No? Olives. Oh, yeah. Green olives. Green olives. Yeah. Green olives, yellow mustard. Yeah. Mwah. So Mom, good. you did it. Mm-hmm. This one's for mom. I should probably put that recipe on my website. Dave's mom's potato You're salad. You're going to steal mom's recipe and, and profit off of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Is that cool? Should I not? I don't know. Yeah. Listener, do it. you want Dave's mom's potato salad recipe? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you call it Mom Streepy? I'm Mom Streepy. That's me. I know. And you're carrying on a tradition from Mom Streepy. Yeah. The first Mom Streepy. 
I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm trying to find a good name for the potato salad. Oh, mom's potato salad. Mommy's not mashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom, mommy's not mashed <laughs> potato salad. Sure. That's it's what... a point of differentiation because it's not mashed like your regular potato salad would be. Who's mashing a potato salad? That's the joke. Oh, okay. Like, this is a noteworthy thing about my dish, and it's the same fact As everything that they else. all have in common. Yeah. I wasn't sure. All right, forget it. Okay. That's why I don't uh, come up with ideas on the fly on the podcast. <laughs> this is why you... I plan everything else out. Anyway. What? Hi. Hi. Let's talk more about potato salad. Yeah. So adjacent to that is another potato salad that I like from Dulce Vegan, mm-hmm. which Cuban. is off the menu now. Again? It's gone. Uh. It's seasonal, I was told. Oh. Yeah. Uh. I walked by one time and went in to try and buy some potato salad <laughs> to eat while I was walking around. <laughs> and they said, I'm sorry. I, don't, I think that that's seasonal. And so I said, okay. And I left without buying anything. <laughs> anything at all? It was an impulse buy to get to potato salad. I just happened to be passing by. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine me walking down the street with a bowl of potato salad? Just Absolutely can. With that potato salad, yeah. Yeah. What's in it, Becky? It also has green olives. It has apples. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Does it have apples? It's a mayo-based potato salad. Yeah, it has apples. Okay. Yeah, it has peas. Oh, yeah, green peas. peas. Forgot the green peas. It's a really nice balance of like sweet peas and apples, salty, green olive. I think Mm. this potato salad, the Dulce Vegan potato salad, might be the winner of Seppo Timber. (laughs) It didn't even come to play, but it did. No, I think we're talking about it now, and it it won. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great potato salad. None of them knew there was a contest. No. But we had a crown. We pulled out a crown and gave it to. Dulce Vegan's Cuban potato salad that walked in right at the end. It was like, what are you guys doing? We're like, you won! <laughs> like, crowning you the winner is yeah. what? I'll let Adalis know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? So, in your eyes, mm-hmm. what makes... You don't even want to do this. I do. Okay. In your eyes, what makes a good potato salad? I, okay, I know that oil... Based, I know German potato salad exists, but to me, a mayo-based potato salad is the pinnacle mm-hmm. of potato salad. I like a crunchy oniony element, uh-huh. either green onion or sweet onion. Yeah, red onion's okay as long as it's not too strong. I like it to be crunchy and like a little bit oniony. Is onion so onion is necessary? You would say to me, yes. Yeah, okay. I do enjoy like a green olive, a briny, salty element. You could uh-huh. also do capers. I think though. Mm. I also enjoy adding some kind of a veggie. When I make potato salad at home, I often will add some shredded or minced up carrots in Mm -hmm. there just to give it a little crunch and a little flavor variation. Mm. But I like to keep it simple and like a mayo, mustard dressing, garlic, onion powder, salt, pepper. Like I like to keep it simple. I feel like a potato salad is, is like still seasoned, but like on the neutral side. Okay. You know? Okay. What about you? I feel like... And I haven't seen a lot of this, and it doesn't line up with what my favorite potato salads are, but like, give me a kitchen sink potato salad. Mm. Give me a stew. Give me a potato stew in a salad form. Start piling stuff. Put corn in there. Who gives a shit? I was about to say corn is great in a potato salad. Broccoli florets in there or something? I don't know. Like, then you're making a cold potato dish, which is like, you can't do that with, with a whole bunch of foods, but you can with potatoes. 
It's true. I guess you could do it with a pasta salad. I almost feel like pasta right. salad and potato salad have a lot yeah. in common. Like a mayo-based versions of both is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think that the difference between the two and why pasta salad gets this treatment more than potato salad is because pasta itself is less filling than a potato is. So you're still meant to, like they're never the main event. So they yeah. still got to stay on the side. This is me pushing it to the side. Mm-hmm. I see you keep looking at my hand. I'm pushing it to the side. But when it's a good pasta salad, I tell Adalis at Dulce every time, make a sandwich with this potato salad. Just put it between a bun mm-hmm. and put like a, a piece of lettuce or something. And I would eat. That would be an amazing sandwich. It would be. Why are we not doing that? Why is the world not doing potato salads as like a sandwich filling, like a tuna salad or a chicken salad or something like that? Yeah, it would be really good. Why are we doing that with pasta salads? Pasta salad sandwich? In a hoagie? Give me a macaroni salad in a hoagie. Ooh, Put yeah. some pickle slices in there, a little lettuce, a little tomato slices. It's an amazing sandwich. We've been around for millions of years and we haven't done anything like this. It sounds like you need to be the pioneer. I'm too lazy to do things like that. Oh, yeah. I would do them for myself late at night and feel pretty <laughs> smart. But I'm not going to go, like, I don't have the energy to share it with others. Maybe I'll do it. Man, now I'm craving potato. Should we grill tonight and I'll make potato salad was, to go I was with thinking it? about grilling tonight. Let's do that. I don't know why this next one is on the list. Gnocchi? Yeah. Oh, because we had that gnocchi dish the other night. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it. I can count on one hand the number of times we've had gnocchi together in our entire 22 years together. Agreed. But it is a potato. I feel like it is often overlooked when you think about potatoes, but gnocchi is potato based. Sure. It's a pasta, but it is the basis potato. Sure. They're fluffy little pillowy clouds. Honestly, the reason that I don't make them a lot is because... Making gnocchi from scratch is a pain. Yeah. And finding vegan gnocchi has previously been a pain, but we found this simple truth gnocchi that is vegan as is. I found it, it was an impulse buy. And so I bought it and then I boiled it up for a couple of minutes as they tell you to do. But then instead of stopping there, I heated up a frying pan with olive oil and I sauteed them so they got crispy on the outside because Uh that is the best way to do gnocchi in my opinion is to boil it so it gets soft and then fry it so it's crispy on the outside Mm -hmm. fluffy on the inside so i made a sauce using leftover pumpkin puree i made a pumpkin cheesecake for a client Mm -hmm. and i used the it only used half a can of pumpkin so i used the extra the leftover can of pumpkin plus some leftover tomato sauce, and then added cashew cream and seasonings to make it creamy and flavorful. And I sauteed up some onion and do, did it with white beans in it. And it was so delightful. Yeah. I cannot, I want to eat it again. I thought it was tasty. I thought it was so good. I thought the sauce, I could have eaten that sauce with a spoon like a soup. It was so good. I like gnocchi because it kind of it kind of messes with your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what to expect. You're getting a pasta sensation from from potato? Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about, and it's not on the list, pierogies. Oh, I love a pierogi. Yeah, I love a pierogi. Give me a vegan pierogi. Stat. Mm-hmm. We've been looking for vegan pierogies. Oh, I've been looking in the same one place for vegan pierogies and continue to come up empty. So I should expand the search. Toeheads, if you have recommendations for vegan pierogi uh, frozen so that I don't have to make it from scratch, let me know. Yeah, let her know. She will let me know. Hey, third 
is kind of the the uh, bizarro universe version of what I just said, which is something that has been in our life and I wish was in our life more, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah. It makes me upset. The baked potato casserole. Oh, so this is one that I developed for my website. And it's basically all the stuff you'd put on a baked potato, but in casserole form. And you bake it all up in the oven and then you serve it with like sour cream and green onions on top. And you can even put like bacos on top. Gosh, it's so good. It's really good. And I can't believe we didn't talk about it last week. I know it was an oversight. So I snuck it in Mm. here in the catch all catch all. Glad for the for the correction. I'll, I'll link to that, too. And then the last one is really kind of a boutique thing. Which the I deviled think... potatoes? Oh, sorry. Okay, it's deviled potatoes. <laughs> no, no setup necessary, apparently. It's deviled potatoes, which you might be asking yourself, what is deviled potatoes? And it's right. You're right to ask that yeah. because it's a pretty uh, boutique dish. Set down on my feet. Oh, the dog is under the table and she's shifting positions. She's realized who the fun streepy is, and she's That's gone to sit right. by him. Uh, so deviled potatoes, here's what you do. You can either peel or not peel small, thin-skinned potatoes, like a red, yellow potato, not a russet. Russet skin is too thick. I mm-hmm. guess if you skinned your russets, you could do it. But then it's like... I don't want to get ahead of you. Go. I guess you need to leave the skin. Leave the skin on, because they'll fall apart. So then the next thing... they got to be small. Of yeah, course, it's too big. And they need to be small. So you you boil your potatoes. You slice them in half. And then you use a spoon to ever so gently scoop out some of the innards. And then you devil them. You mash it up with like mayo and seasonings and stuff it back in. So it's basically like adjacent to a deviled egg. You can also, when you're doing your mash for the middle, you can use black salt to give it an eggy flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Deviled potatoes are a delight. They're, They're kind fun. of a pain to make because the gentle scooping yeah. takes so long. Yeah. <laughs> but they're delicious. Yeah. And you can really season them up however you want, which is really fun. I have a recipe on my website for deviled potatoes from Kathy Hester's Halloween ebook, and they have little green onions on them to make, uh, not green onions, sorry. Each one has a little green olive on it to make them look like eyeballs. You're telling me this recipe is a Hester joint? It's a Hester joint. Whoa, I had no idea. All right. Um, what more needs to be said about potatoes? Gosh. I think that... I would like to say one more time while, while we're talking about what more needs to be said, I still feel regret about eliminating kettle brand chips from... <laughs> Really? Yeah, I do. I think about it. Every once in a while, it'll pop into my head that I allowed that to happen and it was unjust. Is that your biggest regret of September? I think so. I think my biggest regret, other than doing September, (laughs) is uh, that we really blew it on Mashed Potato Week. Did we? I think we got it together slightly better with Baked Potato Week, but Mashed Potato Week was almost as bad as this one where we are just talking about potatoes with no real end or direction. <laughs> I'm just like, and here's another thing about potatoes. It's like, that's pretty bad formatting. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just as I praised us for being good podcasters earlier in the episode, I'm dinging us for being bad podcasters because that's a hundred percent solvable. <laughs> And one could argue that if you can't crack the format for it, 
maybe don't do it. Maybe that's the idea telling you that it's not ready to be done yet. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. uh, all of this rolls up to my suggestion of a month devoted to potatoes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm owning that in my defense, a month is four weeks, <laughs> but in, in the world's defense, those weren't even a very good four weeks. <laughs> so I thought we could do it and we did it. We didn't not do it. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to do this again. No. So there's no like, we'll do it better next time. Yeah. There's just what this was. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you do things and you're happy with yourself when you did them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you do things and you're not happy with yourself when you did them. And, uh, where do you fall on that spectrum? <laughs> I enjoyed September. I think you're being hard on yourself. I listened back to the episodes. I enjoyed listening to them. Yeah, yeah they felt a lot more put together on listening than oh. they did when we were in it. Back That's when just I, luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, back when I used to sew, I don't know if it is. I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Back when I used to sew a lot. There are certain sewing projects, especially ones that are supposed to be 3D, like a bag with a flat bottom, mm -hmm. for example, and where the whole time you're sewing it, you're like, well, this is a shit show. Mm. This is not going to work. And then you flip it back right side out, you iron it, and it looks great. And I think that sometimes you can get so in the weeds of like yeah. this stitch was a little bit off or this is a little bit wonky that you miss that when you flip it back, everything's fine. It's fine. It's so okay. What, what moment do you think I'm going to flip it back and see that? But you don't listen to the show. So you're missing out on that moment, I think. So you're telling me I have to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. Dave. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So if I listen to the show, I'll feel better about what we put into the show. I think so. Okay. I think you'll be hard, less hard on yourself. Well, maybe, hey, New Year's resolution for 23. It is the New Year. Maybe. Well, n not not for me. Oh, yeah, just for me. I've hey, been told happy... that I'm not half Jewish. Who told you that? You. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. Past yeah. me, you were correct. Yeah. <laughs> you can still make a resolution. January 2023. Okay. You maybe I'll make a resolution. Glam New Year. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> You're lucky I could squeeze this in between Don't Worry Darling and 90210 polls. No, okay? I don't know. You have a lot going got, on. Look, I'm building an island sanctuary in Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> and it takes a lot of time. It's almost like it was engineered to take a lot of time. <laughs> and I'm trying to do it all in a very short amount of time, which is doable, but you have to do it a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's what I'm saying is that's a pretty big part of my calendar. Yeah. And then I'm going to movies. Right. Because I'm on the A-list. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an AMC A-lister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not a sponsor of the of the pod. It could be. Just a they thing that sponsor Dave the does. next month. We could be Movember. We'll reach out to them. Well, RIP, September. Hope you don't uh, arise from the grave next month. Ooh. Uh, 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 that was a my sixth potato episode. Oh, my God. We October? promise not to do that to you, Toeheads. What if October we did zombie versions of old episodes that we've done? <laughs> like we go into that first batch of like 15, 20 episodes and we redo those subjects. And it's the resurrection. 
Maybe that's more of an April Easter thing. Maybe. Um, now we're talking about my holidays. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, looking around the room. Cora's just, just shaking her head at him. No, I think maybe, you know, like a zombie, zombie versions of the Just Egg episode or mm-hmm. yeah. whatever other dumb ones we did. What sweet chili Doritos. <laughs> anyway, thanks, September. Cool, cool month, cool idea. Thanks, Bill, last name redacted, for the cool idea of talking about potatoes that we then made a five-week event out of, event in quotes. And now I think, you got anything you want to say to like send September off? Because this is it. September, I enjoyed you. Dave is wrong, you were great. And, um, and I can't wait to see what's next for the pod. Can't wait for next September. <laughs> Can't wait for next September. All right. I was looking, we we don't have any more potato related letters. Okay, well, we're in, it's not letter time anyway, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so cool, cool fact, but uh, it's snack time, B, <gasps> and now it's time to give the chip back to the world. Let's eat some chips. Let's do it. You've got them. I know. Hold he on. took them. Just hold on. Okay. So I was at the the market earlier this week and hanging on the side of, of one of the snack aisles, I saw a new Dorito flavor. It was bright yellow, tangy tamarind. See? Tamarind. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. It caught my eye. I didn't get excited. Flipped it over. Looked at those ingredients, looked at them again, looked at them again, mm-hmm. and was like, they made another vegan flavor. They did. I checked too. Yeah. Because this was unbelievable. Spicy sour zing is what they claim on the side. The packaging really pops, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks kind of like a comic book. Um, oh, it does. It yeah. has that like... Um, polka dotted comic book whoa deep red deep red the chip the chip is deep red yeah and also the politics of this house (laughs) absolutely not Mm, it smells like tamarind I was trying to see if it was like tamarind and (laughs) guys it's weird I don't like it. I don't either. I don't like it. Oh, it's like, oh, it tastes <laughs> like your grandparents. Oh. It's weird. Tamarind and, oh. and corn chip are not a good combo. Oh my God, it's bad. If this was a potato chip, though, it would be good. I don't know about that. It's the too much of the seasoning. Mm-mm. It's dusted too heavily. The corn's not helping. For me, it's that you get that good zesty tamarind flavor, like in the front of your mouth. But in the back of my throat, I'm tasting corn chip, and it is, it's really weird. Oh. I'm going to have another one, too, just to, but then when I licked the seasoning off my fingers, I was like, oh, yeah, the seasoning's good. No, 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 no. But it doesn't go on a corn chip. This is a complete mess. Guys, what are you doing to us? Like, you can make vegan Cool Ranch. Wait, now I don't hate it. Need a third one. I'm gonna have a third one too. 
Nope. Hard no. I would like this better if it were a potato chip. It's fine. It's not. I wouldn't buy it again. I think it's bad. I would. I get it. I think it's bad. I get why bad you think chip. that. Bad chip. But I right. want another right. one. They can't all win. Why do I want another because one? Because they've injected it with all the stuff that makes your brain like more, 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 more. You know, it's working. It's Doritos. I see another one, and I'm like, ooh, there's so much seasoning on it. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, y'all. It's bad. Don't do it. I was so excited. I was too. And this bag of chips came home like three or four days ago and just sat in my office. I saw it every day. Was like, I can't wait to bust into those chips yeah, on the pod. I was really looking forward to it. But hey. Win some, lose some. Yeah, they're bad. I'm going to eat loss. something else later. We got a letter? We do. Dim Sim Kitty writes. <laughs> sorry, you annoyed by my laughter. Yes. I'm sorry. Why? I'm delighted. So this is in response to a news item. Um... Gosh, I can't remember what the news item was, but I'll read you the letter and maybe you'll remember. Okay. Dim Sim Kitty writes, we can get noble jerky here. I like it. So noble jerky. Oh, it's the people who are making one of the steaks, the vegan, Mm -hmm. one of the vegan steaks that was a news item. Yeah. They also, they make a vegan jerky. Um, And she said they can get it here. She said, also, I'm all in for Seppo Timber. I love potatoes in all forms. Potatoes never let you down. Sometimes people let you down with crimes against potatoes but that is never the potatoes fault was this sent before her previous potato comments mm-hmm. this was sent uh this was i think this was the episode where we announced september oh okay but i saved it because it was really about the jerky and what i want to say is you can get noble jerky here too i ordered it on amazon <laughs> i've had these bags in my office these can be our snack next week or we can okay. eat them now if we want to try for a snack redemption. See, going back to squeezing as mm. many episodes out of as many products as possible, I don't think that we should do that. All right. Well, I have I have some bags. So I have bags of noble jerky over there, and we'll we'll eat them maybe next week on the pod. I just want to get straight that you mm-hmm. have done letters from Dim Sum Kitty, which I'm not mad about. You mm-hmm. you seemed to react to what I was saying, like I was annoyed that it was another letter from Dim Sum Kitty, which mm-hmm. I am not. Okay. Did you think that I was? Yes. No, Good. I'm not. Thank goodness. I love our listeners. That's right. And our and our super listeners as well. Mm-hmm. And I would put, say Dim Sum Kitty is a super listener. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She's got super listener status. Mm-hmm. And give her a badge. That's right. Right? Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you... So throughout the course of September, we've had three letters. We've had a letter every week. No, from Dim Sum Kitty. Oh, we had no two. We had the scallop, potato yeah. scallops, and then we had chips. And then we had this letter. This is the third. The, oh, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. in September. Mm-hmm. Five weeks, three letters. And you put them out of chronological order. Correct. And then, which by itself is like, whatever. But then you use the last episode of September to read a letter that really makes the most sense at the beginning of September, because like that enthusiasm from an actual person could have generated 
It'd be like, hey, it's okay to like this show. It's okay to be excited about this idea. You held that one until the end of the month. And they were like, this person was excited for this idea. <laughs> I guess I felt like that letter was more about the jerky because um, uh, of it being the first thing that she mentioned. And so I uh, have held off. I was like, I'll save that one until after September. But then... 80% of the letter was anticipation for September. You're right. You're right. I mean, thinking about it now, you're right. But <laughs> in my mind, I had a logic to the order in which I released the letters. I released them. It, it felt to me like in order of um, how applicable they were to what we'd been talking about. Well, if you want to write us a letter... Know that you have no influence on where it will fall and how much sense <laughs> it will make uh, when it gets read, but it will most likely get read. Uh, write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. It's talking without the G, or you can slide into Becky's cannot be clear enough about this Becky's DMs on Twitter or Instagram. She reads and responds to everyone. You can follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter or Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes, including the potato casserole and deviled potatoes that I mentioned in this episode at glueandglitter.com. And if you are enjoying the show, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Don't know why we do this part of the script every single week. It does not seem to make a difference. <laughs> Nobody reviews podcasts, let alone our podcast. It has been nine months without a review. But we are still a five-star rated podcast for the people that did review us. And to you... I proclaim you also super listeners. You are super. Lowercase s, though. But you get a badge. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington, Inc. Our music is by Delica Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. That spit take really ripped up my throat. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.